Hello everyone, this is Mustar FM 89.6 and this is Hudaifa and also in the studio we have Carmen. Hello Carmen. Hello Hudaifa. How are you? Fine, very fine. And you? Yeah, good. And today we are back with another gossip show yeah. and this time we have one player that is well known like Kaiser. The, the Kaiser. Kaiser. <laughs> Do you have any ideas, guys, about this uh, guy? Yes. So you can follow us on Facebook and <laughs> Instagram and you will get to know this guy. And also listen to this show on Spotify or any of your favorite platform. <laughs> I am going to tell all the program like this. <laughs> no, it's like you are whispering and saying bad things. Nah. Night shows. Night shows. So the Kaiser or Franz Beckenbauer, he's um, a German football player who was uh, born in September the 11th, 1945 in Munich, Germany. And he's the only German football player or man to have both captain and manage uh, World uh, Cup uh, winning team, which were taking place in the 1974 as a player and 1990 as uh, a coach. And as we said, he was nicknamed Der Kaiser or the Kaiser. And he dominated German football in the 1960s and uh, the 70s. And he's arguably the country's greatest footballer. And we know this guy from one of the positions or one of the football roles that he created, which was the liberal. Yes, right now we are doing like a abstract about who was this uh, player but later we are going to explain all this uh, fat uh, more yeah. and yes he was the create of this role in the field yes and um, to elaborate more about his career and stuff Bauer joined the Bayern Munich uh, team in uh, 1958 and he made his uh, first uh, team uh, start in 1963 and as a captain from 1971 and he helped Bayern uh, win three European Champions Club Cups which were like in the seasons of 1937 1974-1975 and Hamburg uh, between that period because uh, he went to New York Cosmos and came back uh, to play with uh, Hamburg in the years uh, 1980 and 1982 before uh, retiring from playing in 1984 and uh, for the national team he played like uh, 103 uh, matches for his country and since uh, we also spoke about uh, that he was uh, a manager of the German National uh, League he was appointed in this position in 1984 of just the West uh, German team which was uh, the World Cup runner-up in 1986 and the winner in 1990. Thereafter he managed uh, 
also Olympique de Marseille in the French league in the season of 1990 and 1991. And uh, also he managed the um, Bayern Munich team in 1994 So this is was um, let's say a wrap up of all his career and things. Yes, a, a good recap about his uh, biography and as you can see today we are talking about a player who is considered the uh, best German player ever yes, I think. Yes, yes. For sure even I think that uh, many times the Bayers has been called like uh, Beckham Bauer's Bayers because he was very important for this uh, team and I think that the Bayern Munich is today the team that they are for this player, for the game of this player. I mean, it depends because um, this team was uh, had like a lot of stories, but uh, still, yes, hosting or uh, having uh, many many of the great uh, German players and other players over time, like make the club as it is now, as you said, and also like uh, <laughs> what I know usually, like uh, usually the German uh, national team is like uh, you have the national German team as Bayern Munich because they have a lot of German players and they kind of uh, try to gather all the best players in the Bayern Munich uh, so it's like already ready for the World Cup <laughs> yeah also I would like to say something about that with only 30 years old or 14 years old this player start to play in the Bayern Munich so I understand that they have to start his career very early but for me also it's too young 14 years old or 30 I mean, years old? Yes, I mean, it, it was like the the 90s, 60s and stuff. Things were like different. Now I think the minimum could be like the 17, uh, having 17. Or I don't know, it depends on the player and also the country that oh, yeah. they play for. Maybe 17 because I think that the city competition uh, for this year, the sub 17 and this Yeah, kind there is of like also under, um, under 17, under 18, like... Uh, you know, uh, teams, mm. uh, especially like, uh, for example, uh, Madrid has uh, yes. Madrid Castilla for Catalonia or Barcelona. They have uh, La Masia or I don't know what they call the, the B team for Barcelona. I think La Masia. I mean, it's the school, so maybe that one. So, yeah, it could be also the case in this one. Yeah, also maybe because he was... Uh, I mean, one of the things that uh, distincts this player uh, that we will come across later is, like, his uh, stamina and stuff. Also, like, uh, I don't know, he's... Uh, like, for example, if we see Erlen Haaland, like, he was 17, but he was like a wall. <laughs> he could yeah, play so for... even... No, Haaland has more, right? Uh, Haaland now has more, but uh, yeah. still, like, uh, when he was, like, 17 and he played for also the under-18 uh, national team and stuff, he was, like, a wall. Like, he was so tall and yes. strong. Yes. So it's, like, some players have genetic uh, advances or characteristics that other players don't have. Totally, totally. Um, as you said, some players are different from the others. Um, what made uh, the difference from Beckenbauer? We can talk about um, 
the sporting qualities because was a player very versatile. In the beginning, his position was defense, but over the years, he um, gained or he tried different positions on the field and um, is considered, as we said before, the um, creator of uh, the libero defense position. And maybe you, Hudaifa, can explain a little bit more about... Because, well, right now, maybe more or less we can imagine. Yes, because uh, when I was like also looking for information about um, the position and things, I was like, why doesn't it exist anymore and uh, it depends on how things were uh, played before because now it's like more technical and you have like I don't know the plans for playing are really different now usually um, teams play with four defenders and in this uh, case uh, the Libro I think he was like the last defender like uh, you have three defenders let's say the Libro is one of them so he was like the last one that stays in the back so for example if you want to make uh, an offside trap it's like really difficult because you already have uh, you always have a, a player that stays in the back of the group because his role was to you know clear the the balls that uh, come across him or something that flee from other defenders so let's say that the position was like in a three defensive uh, players formation and uh, now the players who usually play with the three players in defense i think barcelona was one of them because they used to like to dominate you know the middle field but now it's difficult so they also changed to the fourth formation but still like this libro was only coming in the time of uh, bickenbauer yes i was reading that as you said this position is uh, normally used with three or five defenders um the thing is that in the german football normally play with a lot of people in the middle of of the field. I don't know if you are agree or not. I read this. It depends because nowadays formation is like more than, you know, like four players or four defenders who it depends on the, the match. If you watch the match, you see like, uh, for example, the left backs go really up. If, uh, you know, usually the team that you, let's say Bayern Munich playing with a weak team, like for example, usually the team that is weaker, they know that they are weaker than this opponent. They try to, you know, line up their defenses, uh, stay in their area to defend and not conceive uh, goals. So that's why you have like, for example, only one player left behind the line of the middle field and everyone is attacking. Mm -hmm. But the, the downside is like a, a fast counter-attack, which uh, to have, uh, you know, fast players and players who have stamina to run uh, fast to, you know, get it in their position and defend well. Yes, so I want to know if I understand correctly the, the position. position. As a libero, this player normally play like defense, but if he so in the space for make a play yeah also or, attack yeah yeah, or attack. yeah he can do it yeah because Bickenbauer was also scoring goals and he was a defender so in his position the, the one that he created he was like able to take the decision the right decision to attack like for example he has the ball and uh, there is like uh, his teammate two defenders and they are like with the uh, one one player one on one so the let's say that maybe the middle field is not um well 
you know, maybe there is a problem with, I don't know, sometimes it happens, like uh, there is a counter-attack and then you take the ball from the counter-attack and the, the midfield is not positioned well. So probably he will just take the ball and run to build uh, an attack. And this is how was uh, Bikimbaur, because he also, in his career, uh, he was like uh, scoring goals. I mean, there is Ramos that also scored goals, but uh, it's a different thing because he, he scores from headers and he scored also from penalties and stuff but Beckenbauer was like playing freely and yes yes I think that with this position Beckenbauer uh, was able to develop all his talent because only in the defense probably he has restriction um, he had a lot of uh, talent so with this position he had a great vision of the field and could better analyze the place and go hell at one teammate, for example, or this uh, kind of thing. So I think that was a good idea for him. All the in the beginning, he had two coas that delayed him to the center of the defense, but then they considered the chains or give them more freedom. Yeah, it depends um, on the player. Like, for example, if you have Missy. And Messi is doing a lot of things. You will probably give him the space to be creative exactly. and uh, exactly. play as he wants. Because Messi was like uh, a left wing or a right wing, I think. And then he play make. Uh, he go inside. He comes for the ball. He, you know, he does uh, ma Messi's magic uh, in the yes. field, and he scored goals, and he did everything. And um, like for example, for a strict person as Guardiola, like in the field, he really likes structured uh, things. But in Barcelona in 2009, and in the best times of Barcelona, has like the best players, and he wasn't like putting that strictness into Messi because he knows that Messi can create his own chances and he can score them. So it depends on the player. Like for example, we have Beckham. Bauer, he was like defending well, he created chances, he was, you know, getting the job done. So you give him this freedom. Because of this style of the Libro, they won also like the, the World Cup, like Germany won the World Cup. And at that time, there was like Johan Cruyff. And Johan Cruyff, and you know, like uh, this uh, all team attacking, like the whole team attacking uh, philosophy. Mm, because also like Guardiola also implemented this in his uh, teams, like... When we get the ball, we, we all attack, we all defend. And this was like the philosophy of uh, Johan Cruyff. And uh, they played against Johan Cruyff. And at that time, this was uh, um, the liberal thing. It was like kind of counter to, to this uh, all players uh, attacking and defending at the same time. So it was like really efficient. And uh, I think it was really common to kind of copy this position with other players who have maybe also the ability to do the same. Not do the same with the same quality, but at least like uh, do the same thing. Like to cover, build up, but it's also take us to one of the downsides of this um, thing because you always start your attack from like very deep or very back. It's like it starts from the libero, yes, and it's yes. like uh, the libero is like the, it's like if he's the the goalkeeper. Yes, he... really deep uh, structure. So now uh, one of the things that made this uh, position distinct is like in modern football, it's better to build up like the the play from usually like middle of the field and. Uh, we have a lot of players who did that really well, like Xavi Alonso, Sergio Busquets. Like they were, these guys were like really good in building up uh, the play from like uh, the back. So yes, I, I think that Iniesta or 
no. Xavi also. I mean th- those like uh, midfielders, in... like but they are a, a bit up mm-hmm. to you know like uh, kind of can also support in attack. But like for example, Busquets is like a defender midfielder. So yeah, also Beckenbauer could have um, played in that position. He also played in that position. It's like the it's like the spine of of the midfield. Mm-hmm. You have this kind of uh, player who build up the the play because Puskits do it uh, well, used to do it well. He build up the play well, but the problem is now that he's old. Uh, you know his stamina is not. He needs he needs uh, people or young people who can help him in defending. Yes, yes, yes. In fact, right now I am thinking that if you play in this kind of position, you have to have very quality condition, physical condition. And also very... For, for defense and attack. Yeah, yeah, and Ooh, also so you need the, the sight. I mean, also. like you need to scan the, the field and you know how to react in different situations because uh, sometimes uh, a player is free and you need to see him and deliver the ball. And this is how also Chape Alonso used to, to do like uh, in Liverpool, Real Madrid and also in Bayern Munich. Probably Beckenbauer was also a good coach because in the field he already had a good uh, vision so maybe like a coach it could be even better for the reason one different cup like a, a coach also yeah I mean like also in the after that like in the 80s and the 90s uh, as we said like they were like players who could have uh, tried to do the sweeper it's the sweeper or the libero so it's like this role and the uh, People like, uh, or players like Brian Robson and this Walker were uh, taught to be the next uh, sweeper in the 18s and the 90s. Do you want to know why the people call him the Kaiser? I mean, I read about it, but I'm not sure if I remember well. Can you... I can explain. Because the thing is that before he had uh, this uh, nickname, he used to be called like the Brazilian because the people think that they had a lot of skill and something special far uh, from the German style and the people put the nickname of Brazilian but later they start to call him like a Kaiser and Kaiser in German is like a... The emperor or something. Exactly, exactly. And the reason is uh, because Fram Beckenbauer was a leadership, a good leader. The leadership was another ability that this player uh, had. And, for example, I would like to explain that in the semi-final of the 1917 World Cup between Germany and Italy, I don't know if you know this information, who I thought Beckenhauer played the um, match with his... Shoulder... Uh, shoulder... Yeah, because uh, they already broke. ran out of the, um, the substitution, so he had exactly. to play with the, you know... Exactly, and he said that uh, he didn't want to uh, leave his team with 10 players, so he decided to continue... With a hang the shoulder, yeah. It's a very popular uh, picture. If you are thinking in this player, probably bring to your mind this uh, picture. And also, for example, I was reading that as leader of the German team, uh, Beckenbauer was the leader of a rebellion because... The player had problem with uh, some money and he decided to create like a strike with the other players. Even the players say that they will not play in the World Cup if the situation didn't improve. And finally, 
they get that the federation give to them more uh, money. So both example are clear reflect that this player was a great leader, not only inside of the field, also outside of the field. And it's uh, very interesting because maybe, who knows, another player outside of the fields, maybe only thin in himself. And who knows, maybe he didn't have this kind of problem with the money, but in any case, he wants to help and support the other uh, player and the team and has a good uh, quality. Yeah, and leadership. Yeah, it's like really important to have leadership in a team. There is also like a, the the story that I read about it was like I think the press is the one uh, who created the name because I think in one of the matches the other team I think they have like a really nice uh, good player and I think they were calling him the king or something so they were like trying to find a, a superior uh, nickname for Pekin uh, Bauer because he was like in their eyes better and stuff so they maybe they created this image or this uh, nickname I mean this is one of the the stories one of the stories is said like uh, he went to a city and there was like a status uh, of a kaiser ah yeah yeah i also read this yeah but i don't know i read that uh, the the true one is was like the one with the press uh, nicknaming him uh, the kaiser because uh, they wanted to find uh, a superior uh, nickname or a name for their player i don't know and in the beginning, we talked a little bit about his um, awards, but I would like to talk a little bit more because I think it's also a good reflect of the quality of this uh, player. Because, for example, Beckenbauer got one World Cup, like a player of uh, Germany, but also he got World Cup like a coach. And there are only three players who have won the World Cup as a coach and as a player. From Beckenbauer is one of them, and the other are Mario Zagallo of Brazil and Didier Deschamps of France. So I think they are the, the only two that won it as a, a captain or, uh, you know, playing for their national team and as a captain and uh, as a manager. I think uh, they are the only two in the world that uh, had this achievement. And also, for example, in 2004, he was chosen as the third best foot player in the history of the 20th century. So this is a good recognize that he was a yeah, he very was, good uh, uh, player. Yeah, I mean, like he was in the period of... Um, Johan Cruyff and it was like a golden uh, age for uh, Netherlands and yeah I mean like uh, to also have a really nice uh, good player like uh, as a big empower and everyone saying that he was like really great and stuff I mean I would love to watch maybe a match uh, and see this uh, position how it's uh, in action and things because uh, it's like really interesting it's uh, also sometimes uh, you see something you have an idea I don't know <laughs> if you want to be a coach so far we are talking about that this player was very good and it's uh, true but we have to say that there are people who wonder if this player used doping because when he finished his career like a player and coach confessed that he used a technique to improve his stamina uh, and uh... quality performance this technique consists of uh, injecting his own blood and in that time this uh, practice 
was now considered that uh, doping. But I, I don't even know what is doping, to be honest. Doping? Yeah, it's uh, this technique that you said, but um, why is it uh, like illegal or... Because I was reading something like when you inject... Your own blood? Or another blood. Uh-huh. Your organism uh-huh. start to like work, start to produce, I don't know what kind of... Uh, Hormones. Hormones. Um, it's possible that you get more um, energy. Advanced, yes, yeah. energy and this. Exactly, exactly. For me, in the beginning, it didn't miss, make sense. But then I read that and he used because he he said. So, okay, in that time, it's uh, no problem. It's okay. But now in the present, this kind of uh, thing are totally banned. I was wondering if these players was played right now. Without this uh, technique, it could be the same good player or no. I think it could be the same because uh, you have stamina already, like uh, to play, like for example, 60 minutes to, to do your role as building up and running with the ball inside. It's like you can do it because uh, left backs do it. Left backs, uh, like the the wings. Uh, not the wings attackers, but the, the wings uh, defenders, like uh, Jordi Alba, like uh, Marcelo, like uh, uh, Carvajal. Uh, they have stamina to go up and down the whole match. So it's uh, one of the difficult uh, things that you can do because uh, for me, running up and down every now and then is like really difficult. I mean, they build up like slowly, like the, you know, the attack, but sometimes it's like you need to attack fast and they run and uh, maybe they lose the ball and they have to go back again running, which is like really difficult. For me, it's like, yeah, I mean, it's improved uh, his uh, capabilities or maybe make him, I don't know, feel better like in the match. But even without it, I think he could have managed. I mean, like uh, Maradona was playing, I don't know, drugged. <laughs> so uh, I'm not sure. Like, Yes, we don't know. But the thing is mm, that probably is not a good thing for him, I think. I mean, he's still okay now. I mean, no really side effect. Like, he didn't die of a heart attack or something. Uh, I don't know how old is he now, but... Uh, I think that 75. Okay, 75, and he's still good. I think he's uh, in the football federation, so I think he's still good. I mean, it's not like if uh, Muhammad Ali or someone who was like boxing and you see the side effect, like really strong side effects of, I don't know, boxing of, uh, you know, this kind of uh, sports. Like if it's for him, it didn't affect him that bad. The thing that I am sure that is not okay are the accusations of uh, bribery. Because, uh, for example, in 2006, Russian media published that from Beckenbauer both for Germany to host the competition of a World Cup. In that moment, from Beckenbauer was a member of the, the FIFA committee. This was the first time that Fran Beckenbauer was involved in a case or a situation like that. But then in the FIFA World Cup of uh, 2018, also journalism said that uh, Fran Beckenbauer received money for uh, votes in favor of Russia, like the host of the FIFA World Cup. It seems like Fran Beckenbauer... First he bought, then he sold. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. 
is since like uh, he aired three million of dollar plus one and a half million of dollars in case that Ryzen finally won the organization of the World Cup. Um, we don't know exactly if this is true or no, but the thing is that in all this happened in 2010. And then in 2012, Beckenbauer started to work like an ambassador in a Russian gas consortium. So the thing is that he has at least a good relationship with the Russian people. Maybe it's uh, two different things. Maybe it's not true, but who knows? I think that the doubt is in the air and I think that it's not a good thing for his uh, career or for his or image. I mean, I don't know. Would you sell your vote for one or three million dollar? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> ah, <laughs> no, was a one. Was a, a question. Oh, no, I don't know. I, I'm not sure. Well, maybe talking about Russia, yeah, probably I take. I don't have problem. I mean, it depends. <laughs> like, if you want to, to vote for Russia anyway, and they ask you to vote for them, and okay, give me the money. It's like free money. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we, are but, not, but, we are not saying that. Uh, but it's unfair. It, it's unfair. I mean, it's one person. But maybe, who knows? Was Influencing the, other people or something? If, or maybe if uh, a city of votes for two county and he has to decide... Um, he bought for Russian, but ah, so it's like uh, voting maybe. for your country. Yeah. Ah, okay. That's they, a different uh, case. Okay. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? I have more um, juice. Yes, I have more things, more gossip thing. Because, for example, do you know who I thought that uh, Fran Beckenbauer has? Oh, I mean, had a good relationship with Adidas, the brand of Adidas. No, actually, no. I was reading that um, Adidas. Can you imagine the typical, the most popular track suite made for Adidas? Is this kind of um, cloth that has a red trouser and a white jacket with a zipper and three side uh, strips on the trouser and jacket? This cloth was created for from Beckenbauer and now is one of the most popular clothes of Adidas. Nice. I mean, like uh, the German T-shirt, the German uh, national team T-shirt. It's uh, made from Adidas. They have a relationship with Adidas. Maybe because of Wickenbauer. We don't know. But uh, still, like, uh, I like that T-shirt. Like, always. It's Adidas. <laughs> no, it's not just because it's Adidas. Because also Adidas has, like, uh, a relationship with other, I don't know, countries that they make um, clothes for them. And to be honest, like, the German one is like one of the best, especially the white one or even the black one. It's like really nice. I like them. It's one of my favorite, um, you know, shirts, like sports shirts. It's like really nice, to be honest. Talking about Adidas, Adidas um, began to make more famous when the German soccer team won one of the World Cup a few years ago and many of each players wore a sneaker from Adidas. Adidas also has like uh, contracts with Lionel Messi. It's like Lionel Messi is like their first sportsman. For Nike, they have Cristiano. Also, they have uh, they had uh, Neymar, but you yeah, know. because from that moment, I think that the brand of uh, sport shoes and uh, sport clothes they notice that sometimes the people buy the product of the person. 
Yeah, because uh, if and you no, have fans, if you have exactly. uh, if you have fans, uh, and you are having a contract with um, I don't know Nike or something, uh, your fans probably will buy also Nike because uh, not only that they uh, support you, but they support the things that around you. Like ah. yes, yes, and also I want to say that before playing as a professional player, Fran was about to be eliminated from the team because. At the age of 18, he had sex with a girls, and that girl became pregnant and he didn't want to marry her. So the managers of the team saw this fat like... Um, it's a scandal. It's uh, yes, something that is not acceptable. Something yeah. with a um, lack of uh, morals things. So they tried to... Kick him out. <laughs> exactly. But for uh, Lucky, his coach with the manager and try to manage the situation and get that him to continue in the team. So probably if uh, this coach didn't get that he can to continue in the team, probably right now we will are talking about another player. Who knows? Yeah, imagine like this kind of situation destroy a player. I mean, there is like many incidents that destroy other players. Like, let's leave it to other episodes. I have an idea for another episode. So, okay, great, great. Well, Hoodie, and I think that it's time to finish these shows because we don't have more time for now. Maybe we can come back with another player. Who knows? Do you yeah, have any idea? I, I said I that I have an idea. That <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Now I understand you. So thank you so much for um, being with me in this uh, show. You're welcome, Carmen. It's always lovely to create a show with you, especially about football. It's a perfect combination. Yes. Okay. So thank you to listener for uh, listening to us and see you in the next program. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.